Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Gorecom, in which we speak with small cap executives after they put out important news. With us today, I'm happy to have him for the first time ever, Kareem Nanji. He's CEO of Marble Financial, trades on the CSC under the stock symbol MRBL, so Marble without the vowels. And for our friends in the U.S., MRBLF. And for our friends in Europe, 2VO. Now, in order to understand Marble Financial, let's use an example that all of you already can relate to. We've all heard about how artificial intelligence is being used for our personal health and wellness via wearables and other great devices. So it's it, artificial intelligence is essentially delivering personalized analysis and recommendations after it sees what kind of condition we're in and so on and so forth. Marble does the same thing conceptually for our financial health and wellness. They're a FinTech company that uses AI to help educate Canadians on how to build and manage their credit so they can improve their financial wellness. Now you're probably thinking, ah, you know, educational kind of platform, maybe how, how uh, impactful can this be? Remember this, 50% of Canadians are just under that are living paycheck to paycheck. For every dollar of income, they're caring about $1.71 in debt. So they don't know how to navigate debt, how to make the, pro you know, for example, the My Marble platform in a practical way uh, and suggested people when to pay bills, how to prioritize debt management, uh, tracking, offers, highlighting personal data insights, all of that so that you can have a better financial future. That's how powerful it is. Kareem, let's talk about it. Welcome to the show. Thank you, George. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Hey, we're happy to have you because Agorcom's thesis is that disruptive tech driven by things like artificial intelligence specifically and machine learning is going to create three times more wealth this decade in the small cap space than the last three decades combined. So when we find companies like Marble, we love having you guys on, right? So let's talk about it. Before we do a deep dive, how big is the future of AI-powered financial wellness? Is this something that's niche or something you expect to be a really big part of our lives today, next year, five years now, this decade? George, it's absolutely about AI and the power of the data. Forbes did a great article in October of last year uh, suggesting that the next trillion dollar opportunity in fintech was for the underbanked. And this is exactly in the, uh, in the, in the space that Marvel is playing. We're using data to be able to provide prescriptive recommendations to these consumers. Uh, you suggested a, a few stats out there uh, where so many Canadians are marginalized from mainstream financial services. Uh, because of financial literacy, because they don't know how to do things. So Marble uses the data in order to be able to give the recommendations. And as, as we see, especially with some of the uh, major transactions that are happening in the industry over the course of the last year, uh, you'll find that it, it is absolutely about the data. And this is real data from consumer behavior. Yeah, and I find that uh, a lot of us take that for granted. We don't realize that there's this real big problem. You're either, you know, you're either fortunate enough to have a, a good financial setup, a good financial condition. And that means you've got a bank talking to you, maybe a financial advisor. You've got all these people that you can rely on. But when you're living paycheck to paycheck and when you're in the kind of debt where we see the average numbers for debt, the fact of the matter is you've got a massive amount of people who not only don't have access to anybody, but it's actually, and as a result of that, they're just getting in a worse and a worse situation. So is that the market opportunity 
for Marble, where you're going to be able to now go to George and say, hey, uh, you may not be in a financial situation to have financial advisors and all that, but with my Marble, you know, we'll be able to analyze how you're spending your money, your debt, and all these things, and we'll kind of, we'll see you right back. We'll walk you back into financial wellness. Absolutely. So one, one of the first things, uh, George, is that uh, regardless of what what situation you're in, financial literacy is a big component to uh, excluding people and marginalizing people from the from the economy and from financial services. So the first thing the My Marble platform does is we give free educational tools, explaining to individuals about their budgeting, about their debt, and those triggers uh, that impact your financial wellness. From that. Uh, we use real data from the individual's uh, bank accounts. We uh, get their consent for their credit report and we analyze this credit report. And not only are we giving them the current standing of their credit score, but the software actually gives prescriptive recommendations on what an individual needs to do to be able to, right. to move up the ladder. So, you know, pull, looking at your credit report, you'll see your credit score. We can look at your uh, specific situation at the account level and say, George, if you paid X dollars, to Visa, for example, uh, on this date, you can expect a credit score increase of X number of points. And this is how we work with the individuals. For some individuals, yeah, for some individuals, this can happen over a course of one to two months. For other people, we're all snowflakes. It, it's, it's more of a, a, a longer runway over several months to help these individuals back to. Uh, but that's, I mean, that's powerful, right? Because these individuals never had any guidance on this. And now suddenly, through this great application, uh, they 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 finally so how they finally get what they need because nobody else is going to give it to them, and typically they probably just drive themselves into a bigger hole. So how big is the market opportunity for this, Kareem? What do you guys well, see in Canada, North America? Well, you mentioned just in Canada alone, where fifty percent of Canadians are living paycheck to paycheck, but you're looking at around fifty percent of Canadian consumers um, have credit scores that don't allow them to walk into a financial institution. In the US, the opportunity, 60, it's 62% uh, of Canadian uh, Americans uh, feel that they're gonna go further into debt over the course of the next 12 months. And But it's about 50% of the American population that is underbanked. Anecdotally speaking, uh, and now this is non-technical, but anecdotally speaking, what kind of reactions have you heard or seen, testimonials, things like that, from users of the of my marble and how it's helped change their financial wellness because you must have you must have a couple of great stories or quotes out there from from customers say you you saved my financial wellness well absolutely you know we we've had customers that have seen tremendous impacts within one or two month period and they cannot believe that this happens what happens uh is individuals a lot of times an individual goes into a bank or a financial institution and they're looking for a mortgage and they get declined this software has the prescriptive ability to uh, allow people to know before they go, because once they go and they get declined, it's a little too late. So being able to develop a roadmap or a game plan for these individuals. So we, we've seen very tremendous uh, resonance with the software, especially given the current macroeconomic situation. Uh, a lot more people across the world, not just here in Canada, are focused on uh, their budgeting, their cash flow. Uh, knowing that they're going further into debt over the course of the next little while forces them to look at credit. And again, the stat that you mentioned earlier on, for every dollar of disposable income, there's an, over a dollar seventy 
of debt. So Canadians need to borrow and they do borrow. But if you can't borrow, what do you do? So we've had very tremendous um, uh, response from consumers as well as partners in the ecosystem that frankly are not able to help the customer. And if you're not helping the customer, they're not getting what they want and you're not monetizing that customer either. So it's very impactful right. to the economy in general. So there's a big ROI from both sides. First for George, as the, as the user, either if I can't get credit, that hurts me a lot. So if you can get me from non-credit worthy to credit worthy, that's a big ROI for my life. Or if you can move my, if you, if you, if, and when you help me move my, my credit score higher, I'm paying lower interest rates exactly. on credit cards or car loans. So there's a real ROI on the other side. If, uh, if I'm George Com financial and I've got potential customers walk through the door who want to do business with me, but can't, I guess I can, I guess what I do is offer them, you know, my marble and say, look, get on my marble, clean up your credit and then come back to me. Cause when you're credit worthy, I want your business. So let's talk about your business model. How do you guys make money? Where, where, what do the revenue streams look like? So we're a SaaS-based uh, subscription model. The My Marble platform allows individuals uh, to come into the platform on a freemium basis. And we do offer free financial literacy on, on debt management, on, on budgeting, cash flow. Uh, and there's a paid subscription uh, uh, also with the software. But it's all based on the co consumer choosing that they want to upgrade. Uh, with, with this model, a consumer can come in. Uh, look around, do a test drive, learn a little bit more about the personal finances, and then graduate to, to a higher level. Uh, with the platform itself, it has the ability to have additional add-ons. Um, over the course of the, uh, the next quarter, we're going to be uh, launching some additional products and um, add-ons for individuals. They're not, they're not for everybody, for individuals that might want uh, a, a savings loan, or they may want a secured credit card, or they may need, they may need, need financing to help them uh, rehabilitate their credit after an insolvency and that insolvency uh, uh, opportunity the economy uh, the, the market around that has been increasing steadily oh, yeah. year over year and the, in Canada the federal government has provided a very soft landing and a cushion with subsidies but those won't last forever um, and so uh, you can expect a really large number of Canadians actually uh, going further into restructuring their debt and going into uh, going into the install. So, so for everybody at home, now you really starting to get the power of marble. It's not just a credit score. It's not just okay, some financial education on you know what is debt, what is a long term, what is a fixed mortgage, and what is a variable mortgage. It's real, actionable data uh, that allows people to uh that that allows people to to get financially to get financially better and they're more willing uh, i love the freemium model kareem because freemium for people at home may be hearing that for the first time freemium is you use it free but when you really like it then you upgrade to a to a paid subscription uh what do you wh what is that if i if, if i was to sign on to my marble today okay i'd be free if i like it a week from now what is the fee is there is there one fee or is it gradually uh, grow yeah absolutely i'm just going to backtrack just a little bit there for a second george you mentioned the word actionable or the phrase actionable data that's exactly what this is it's real data and it's your data yeah. and so not only are we doing this on 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 the credit report side we're doing it based on their financial transactions and their bank accounts uh, flexible expenses, fixed expenses, what your debt obligations are. And we help the, we help the consumer find out exactly where the money is. Uh, 
uh, that, that, that's one. But going back to your question, the subscription model for the premium version is $29.99 a month. And it's pay as you go, or you could also uh, look at uh, a three month, six month, 12 month plan. But what we've also found is that uh, different pricing packages also uh, are required before different people. And so we are looking at launching over the next quarter uh, tiers between the freemium and the premium model where individuals would potentially be able to go, for example, $9.99 or $19.99 right, based right. Smart. on their choice. And that's right? a power and, of AI, right? Because you know from the AI probably, you can actually probably recommend for each person rather than the full boat. You might say, hey, George, from analyzing your transaction, your financial condition, uh, you need to get, you need to be at this level. Uh, exactly. You need to be at that level. And I think, and that not that the power of AI at the end of the day that not only you make and able to analyze my finances and my financial wellness better to deliver better, uh, uh, better recommendations, but also helps you, right? It's almost, it helps you build your business model, which I think is, is, is extremely powerful. Absolutely. You know, when you're looking at the SaaS model, you know, there's three things that are happening every day. You're acquiring new consumers. So you need to build that trust for the consumer. A lot of people want to try before they buy. Obviously, I do it, you do it, every, all of us do it. But we also want to retain that customer. And, um, uh, uh, and the third part of it is how do we monetize that customer based on, on what these individuals need? Uh, when you talked about AI again, uh, the software itself has simulations, for instance. Uh, because we have the ability to get insight into their financial transactions in their bank account, we can help these individuals find money. Assume we find $100. We can apply that into the simulation to be able to tell the consumer that for that $100, did you know you could get 30-point increase by applying the money to this account, to this account, to this account in this prescriptive way? Same thing can happen. You want to go into a financial institution, and the credit score plays such a big in, uh, role in whether you get approved or declined. Um, you could get declined with a lower credit score. And because of the current uh, uh, economic situation, uh, financial institutions have raised their thresholds. Those individuals that could qualify for a credit score in January of last year, that same individual can't qualify today right. because uh, the thresholds have been increased. But now assume that you want to go into a financial institution and qualify for the best rate and you need an 800 credit score to do that. Well, the simulation can you can put in your target score and it'll provide it. you a roadmap. Now, some of these roadmap uh, recommendations can happen over the goalposts of a credit report today and a credit report next month. And an individual could achieve that. So imagine going into your finance institution, George, you go in and you get declined. Uh, but the financial institution, neither you know that you're probably 30 days away from potentially getting approved with the rate that you want. You can do the same thing in the automotive industry. You can, the car dealerships and get the individual in the car that they, both of them want the consumer driving out with. So absolutely, it is about the data, real data, and it's very much um, specific to an individual and their, their current circumstances. So how do you, now here's on the flips, on the one hand, uh, you, you have a massive market out there. On the other hand, how do you get to, how do you get to George? What's your business model? Are you going through partners? Uh, are you going through e-commerce? How do you get there? Yeah, so there's uh, there's multiple ways we do direct to consumer uh, through our marketing, whether uh, whether it's um, um, online or whether it's our, our our own organic marketing. But over the course of the last year, the relevance of companies like Marvel has become a little bit more uh, prominent, right? So people are also finding us, and when I say people, it's not just the consumer but other businesses. 
So other businesses also refer those consumers that they were, to be frank, they weren't able to monetize. The consumer walked away unhappy. The business wasn't able to right. offer a product. So this, and you touched on this earlier, is that this ends up to become a great reacquisition tool for other businesses. So that, it's in my best interest at the end of the day. I'm George Conway. Right. How do I help this customer? Exactly. How Kareem do I help them qualify by saying, hey, if Kareem, why don't you get on my marble here? Uh, pay $29 a month. For next three months, it'll tell you how to get back up, you know, into the condition you need to be in and then come back in. And let's get that car loan for you. Exactly. So our technology, and we've, uh, we've, we've actually built this over the last uh, little while where our, our MyMarble platform can be white labeled and in, embedded in a business's own ecosystem. Uh, businesses are very uh, sensitive to, in some cases, passing a customer over to uh, another business, but having them leave their site. So, but at the same time, we can do it through an API. One of the big areas that we found is an area of opportunity uh, is the area of employee benefits. Uh, uh, financial stress is one of the big drivers to lock, la uh, lost productivity and absences in the workplace. And insurance and benefits costs are increasing. And if financial stress is one of the big drivers to this uh, loss of productivity, how can employers or benefits companies be able to provide this to their employers uh, either as part of the benefits package, subsidize some of it. So the employee benefit space is actually a huge opportunity for us. But when you talk about an opportunity in general, when we when we mention the word financial inclusion, this isn't a word that or a phrase that Grim uh, uh, made up. It's a global phenomenon. Uh, financial inclusion is an issue across the world where segments of markets are marginalized because they're not able to afford. Or, or have access. One of the other big drivers to that is just not understanding. And financial literacy transcends socioeconomic boundaries. There's things that you and I just don't know of what's impacting our credit because we think, oh, I pay my bills off every month. Well, that's not how it works. The, the credit scoring system- you See, is, I thought it did. <laughs> if I pay my bills every well, month, I figure, it, but I figure I'm good. It's there. It's it's math. It's algorithms, right? So when you utilize the credit system uh, properly, uh, the credit score can be your friend, or the uh, you know it's it it's very much like that. But if you oh I pay my bills on time um, and I pay the minimum amount every month, but did you know that if you're carrying more than thirty uh, percent balance on on your credit limit, uh, that can impact you? Did you know that uh, you know things like that? There's yeah. a lot of myths yeah. out there. Yeah. Uh, and, and so the software, sorry, George, one more uh, one thing. The software no, not only finds, uh, gives you prescriptions on what you can do, but it also finds anomalies and errors and omissions on your credit report. Because remember how the system works. You're using your credit card. You make, you, 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 you use it, you make a payment, and then you're relying on your credit card company to report this back to the information bureaus. If they don't report accurately, this impacts you. So there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of inefficiencies in the system, and so it's it's also predicated on accurate and timely reporting. So uh, the the software also uh, prescribes that and tells the individual, you may want to call this uh, creditor and get this uh, rectified. So Karim, let me ask something for all the people. Most people who are watching at home are are probably not in the unbanked side. Uh, because obviously they're investors, so they have trading accounts. They probably have some financial resources. There are some people who are watching this who are small investors and some are watching who are very big investors. But you know, they're investors. They've got a bank account. They've got brokerage accounts. So they're doing okay. 
for a guy like me, for example, is it even worth for a guy like me to to pay twenty nine ninety, you know, twenty nine 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 a month uh, to 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 learn about all these little things that I didn't realize uh, and and make my financial condition even a little bit better? Uh, um, this is an upmarket product. Uh, we've talked to uh, pri uh, private wealth organizations that see value in this. We've we've all heard stories about individuals. Uh, that don't rely on the credit system and go in and apply for a mortgage and they decline because they never needed to use credit before, right? And so it's very important for uh, people throughout the spectrum. So uh, I guarantee you that if you were to sign up and the recommendations that you get would be eye-opening for you. And if you don't find something that you feel would, would benefit you, I'll refund your money. Okay, you know what? <laughs> I, might, I might take you up on that. What I really like about what you've divulged in the last, not divulged because it's public knowledge, but everyone's finding out here about for the first time is that you've got a B2B side. So B2C yes. obviously is you go to George, say, hey, George, you know, download my Marble app or use a platform and away the freemium model, away you go. And that's a good business. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's, it's a better have two lines of revenue than one. So the B2B side, you're saying, you can actually integrate right into organizations, whether it's big companies, or yes. financial companies, and they can. And I like what you said. If they white label, if they license it within their existing environments, it makes their customers more likely to use it, so they don't think they're hopping on. Which side would you think is going to be bigger at the end of the day, the B two B side or the B two C side? I think the the B two B side um, ultimately, when you when you kind of look at the thing, the B two B side uh, allows us to uh, sell into other other organizations' uh, user base. Right, so you could find one employer with a thousand em uh, employees, and all of a sudden you've uh, you've acquired a thousand customers. So same yeah. thing in selling into other platforms, whether the mortgage companies or car dealerships, uh, very much the same. They're going out there, um, uh, spending their hard-earned marketing dollars to acquire customers, and what's happening? They're coming in, and a big portion of these customers. Let's focus on the individuals that they're not monetizing. Let's focus on the customers that they're yeah. uh, letting walk away unhappy. Uh, every lender declines more consumers than they approve. That's just how it works. So with these individuals that are walking away, Canada, for instance, you know, there's 36, 38 million people. Where are you going to get the next customer from? Especially the top end financial institutions are firing customers right now because they don't qualify. What is happening with these customers? They're going to alternative lenders. What are alternative lenders doing? Um, their thresholds have also increased as well. So and, and they're charging them an arm and a leg, right? And it's like it's like all of us think it's binary. I either get my mortgage or car loan from a tier one bank, or I got to go to George Com Financial, uh, a B lender that is willing to take on the risk, but is going to charge me an astronomical rate for a mortgage or a or a car loan. And we don't know. Thanks. To, we don't know until now. Thanks to my marble that there's actually in between, which yeah. is find ways to rehabilitate yourself and get the best possible rate from from whatever your source is at the end of the day yeah what you said is true when you, you know the key word that you use there is risk is for alternative lenders to take the risk on the individual that credit score is a big driver in determining and assessing that risk because it's it's looking backwards on how an individual has behaved using credit in the past and so in order to take on that risk you rely on that three-digit number quite a bit and if it's telling you that you're risky, well, then it becomes risk reward. What am I willing to price this 
this uh, this this credit product at in order to uh, yeah. mitigate that risk. It, it's just the, it, it's it's how it works, right? So, uh, but what what we're doing here is we're trying to again educate the consumer and also tell them that look, don't despair, don't have despair here because take matters into your own hands. You are where you are. Breathe. You're not the only person. Uh, that is going through this, but this is how you're going to do it because just getting the three-digit number doesn't tell you anything. It's good, bad, ugly. But okay, what am I going to do about it? And and that's what we feel. Where we feel that there is a real need uh, in the marketplace for. So last question, because man, we could talk for two yeah. hours about this, and I love it. It's fascinating. Uh, the benefits to the people are huge. The business model could be unbelievable. Let's talk about. So last question. How was your early traction and how do you see you got, how, if everything goes well, you know, how do you see the company by the end of 2021, by the end of 2022? And I'm not asking you for projections on revenues, things like that, but you know, how do you see, how's your early traction? How do you see growth? Yeah. So we, we started, especially over the course of the last year, uh, when we launched the platform, it really started to take um, uh, traction in the summer of, of 2020. Uh, we've now got 5,000 users um, uh, on the system, um, a, a lot more, but 5,000 individuals that have come in and started to use the system. We've had a lot of traction for other individuals and companies uh, in the ecosystem that see us as a very uh, key role in uh, the credit lifecycle. Um, uh, if you're kind of using the circle of life for these consumers, uh, we received uh, uh, an award uh, to uh, recognize as an innovative platform with the Canadians Lend Lenders Association, uh, really positive Google reviews. What we're going to be doing with this is we are going to be continuing to go out there into the market, both from the standpoint of uh, B2B2C uh, B2 B2 as well as B2C, and then towards uh, the second half of this year, uh, we're looking to uh, go south of the border. Uh, with respect to the opportunity that's there. Now, that's just our world domination plan, so to speak, uh, our, our focus in North America. Uh, but the natural progression for us is to go wherever the uh, easy, where these existing North American credit information providers exist. And uh, the software can work in, in the same way. So we're looking, we're going to be looking to build other partnerships abroad as well. Karim, uh, I love what you guys have built. Uh, I love the use of artificial intelligence. The, the provable ROI, both for the, you know, for the consumer and financial institutions on the B2C side and the B2B side. Uh, you're an exciting company. Of course, it's early, uh, but this is why, you know, you're on Agoracom because that's the idea, right? Catch yeah. companies like you early, watch, grow, and uh, we can't wait to see how, how uh, to watch and, and, and see you grow in 2021. I appreciate that, George. Thanks for having me on. I enjoyed this. Uh, we, I enjoyed it more. Trust me. Can't, in fact, you got me as a customer. I got to go download that app uh, right. so I can, so I can I just, just so I can see for myself how powerful it is. For everybody at home, look, it's up to you now to do your due diligence. Uh, you've been watching or you've been listening by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, or other podcast platforms to Karim Nanji. He's CEO of Marble Financial. So he's on the CSC under MRBL. For our friends in the U.S., MRBLF, and for our friends in Europe, under T under two VO on Frankfurt, um, do due diligence. Get to Agoracom. We know that this is a brand new concept, right? This isn't anytime you got artificial intelligence into new applications. The powerful part is that 
Uh, they've got an open-ended market. The, the difficult part is you don't exactly know what they do. We get that. Get to the profile page for Marble and Agoracom. We've got it all neatly laid out for you in layman's term to understand. Secondly, get from there, go over to the Marble Financial website. Powerful information there, very visual. And you know what? I'm sure it's going to apply to some of you uh, on, this, on this webcast and even a lot of people that you know. Download the app. Use the platform. Take a look at it for yourself to see how powerful it is. I'm going to use it. Uh, why not you guys as well? And that may be your ultimate due diligence. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Have a fantastic day. See you next time. Thanks, Josh.